refill. I might because I ran out of beer, so now I'm drinking like Fireball. You read my text. Good, bro. This is gonna be a rowdy <laughs> podcast. Hey guys, right, what up? What up? We're gonna go. Oh, we're we're going right now. Is yeah. ready we're refill. going right now, dude. Go get your refill. Yeah, I'm gonna go get some Fireball. Hurry up, quick. run. All right, while he's gone, PFC two eighty five. PFC two eighty five. Premier League match day 28 review. I don't know if you guys can tell it out there, but we're doing a remote cast. Got some crappy weather um, out here in Boston, Mass. Um, so we decided to hop in the Google Hangouts and get this done. So if we're talking over each other, you know, <laughs> give us, man. You know, the energy is always high when it comes to this podcast. So doesn't sound yeah, man. Your yeah, now, right? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I had to slow it down before Hussey gets back from his. Fireball shots uh, excapade. And you know he's going to come in hot with Liverpool talk, yeah. and that's what we're going to open with the Merseyside Derby. But I'll get in there. Liverpool sucks. What the hell's going on, man? You saw what I said in the group, bro. I said I, – I called this, bro, a day. I said stumbles are on. I, I was talking about Arsenal, but it implied Liverpool as well. And, I mean, coming out with it's the – That's what a reach, bro. I know. like <laughs> What a reach. Why are you so desperate for that one? Hashtag, <laughs> hashtag we take those. We take those. <laughs> no, but this is it was a boring game. Liverpool are a boring team. Um, <laughs> Everton, you know, shout out to them for getting a clean sheet and what they classified as a World Cup final, according to Marco Silva. I mean, it was, man, considering the last game uh, they played where Everton, I think, was going to win that one or were they going to pull off a tie? And, uh, like, right, and then Pickford, be a tie. Pickford and then, like, just went brain dead for a second. Yeah, then it gave Origi the winner. Um, so and man, this was important. This game too, man. They had it was interesting because Mane I know has been the guy who's been on form lately. So he starts at center forward, Salah at his natural right wing position, and Diva Origi, who scored in the last three out of four um, Merseyside derbies, at least the ones he's played in. Um, All right, man. Let's 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 talk about this, man. You said it. Mane starts up top. Origi, who's a number nine, doesn't get to start up top. Obviously, it was a very fluid formation. But we saw Salah spending a lot of time back in his original position. Do you think Klopp is giving up on the number nine experiment of this season? Obviously, if you look well, at his game-to-game performance, I've, I've seen his clear, numbers are still good. But go ahead. I've seen a clear pattern with Klopp. Whoever is hot gets to play the nine. Like, okay. Firmino was presumed at first to be that center forward, right? Okay, then Salah got crazy hot in terms of scoring goals. Yep. Right, let's take him there. And then... Within the past three weeks or so, Mane's been the guy who's been scoring most of the goals. So I think Klopp, he doesn't have – Liverpool does, does not have a true center forward. If you look at these guys, like Salah's a natural right winger who can play center forward. Firmino, we've all said it. Yes, he can play center forward, but he tends to drop deeper and, yep. and assist and be more of a false nine. Mane, he's going to try – he's an advanced strike. He's going to try to run beyond the lines a lot. So they don't have a natural center forward, and I see what I, what Klopp looks to be doing is whoever's the hot guy gets to play there. What do you think of that strategy of like having basically three false nines? I don't like it. Um, I know that. Well, the thing is, they will couch, right? So they had their opportunities this game, man. I mean, yeah. the one where Michael Keane comes in, he makes a recovery tackle, Salah takes that extra touch. I mean, if it's last year, it's the perfect touch. It's a messy esque touch, and he probably chips the keeper. Right, so there's there's lots of things. Salah for me, there's been a drop in confidence. And Massive not even, drop. Not even last year, like two yeah. months ago, he would have scored that. Yeah, he would have scored both those chances two months ago. Let's just oh, yeah, Huss, Huss, this Look, is your time, bro. It, okay, here, here's the thing. Um, when it comes down to it, <laughs> <laughs> <Jack>. number one. 
<laughs> Liverpool, <laughs> Liverpool has overachieved this year. Let's be honest with everyone, everything. Liverpool has been overachieving. Man City has been underachieving. That's why we have the predicament that we are right now. So the season's a pretty long time, like nine months. Look, just like the casino, you're not going to beat the house. Everything's going to go back to normal. City is now back to normal. Liverpool, this they're underachieving. Are you resigning? No, 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 no. Oh, ready, bro. Match no, day no, no. 29. No, I'm, I'm not. But it, when it comes down to it, oh, shoot. Two. Uh, <laughs> at the end of the day, um, anything can happen. Liverpool can get hot again. Look, if City tie a game and we win a game, it changes again. So it's no, really- look, honestly, I'm with you, Huss. Like, obviously, there's a lot more pressure now. But there's also the relief of, like, all right, we're chasing again. Like, you get that motivation of like, all right, we're seen as the underdog just the way we like it. It means all the focus is on City to sort of set the pace. That's and City's Klopp okay lives. with that. Exactly. Klopp, Klopp is, was a Dortmund guy, always letting Bayern set the pace. Not to say that Bayern was leading, like there weren't points in the season where Dortmund was leading, but they always felt better being the underdog. And that's why like when they finally got the rest of the league, a.k.a. Bayern, and they won, it meant, like, so much to that Dortmund system, that belief. And he's bringing that to Liverpool, where Man City is the Bayern. Like, as much as it pains me to admit that, in our league right now, they're the Bayern. Not as far as, like, you know, the gap as far as points, but as far as their, even the stats, dude. Like, we'll get into their game, but the possession and shots and what I'm chance afraid, creation though, is insane, dude. So, what, what, what I'm afraid Klopp of is where he needs to be. Is not, they're not actually Dortmund. I'm afraid that I'm afraid that they're more True. like Atletico Madrid, where there's um, basically Barcelona, aka City. I don't know who Madrid's going to be. It could be United if they get a few more signings and really uh, make everything right there. I'm afraid that Liverpool is going to become Atletico Madrid, where they're super close. They go to Champions League final. They're always, you know, for uh, sorry, second or third, but they never make that gap. Hey, Atletico won the league. Put some respect on their name. And I think it'll be a major achievement if Klopp does come back and win the league. Even if you guys don't necessarily recapture uh, a Champions League. I see what you're saying, though, Huss, in terms of them being that third place kind of idol-less team. But let's not forget, they did win the league. And Liverpool, for me, the interesting that's happened is your defense is stout. Guys, I mean, like, I think the last three games, you guys have kept clean sheets. Or like in your last like draws that you had, they've been zero 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 draws. So Whoa. your defense has been actually pretty legit. And we, I think like, it's Shadow right. Matip and, and these guys, man. But Van Dyke yeah. is helping them back there. Alexander Arnold looked good. Your fullbacks look good going forward. They were at times a little bit shaky defensively, but it's the attackers, man. What's what's gone wrong with the front trio? The, remember last year they scored ten 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 in Champions League. What's happened to these guys? So they could be tired. Because the World Cup was there. I mean, um, you never know. Because it feels like it's pressure, though. It feels I don't like think it's it, psychological. It, it could feels be. like they're choking. Like I, I'm, I'm seeing like a drop in confidence in Salah, it, particularly. It could, not- it could be that, or it's the fact that because they did what they did last year, we all think in our brains that they're going to do that again this year. When realistically, no, they had an outstanding season last year. Maybe they're they're still hitting good numbers this year. Season they, this year. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But they're just not. Look, look last year was like out-of-this-world type of numbers for a few of them. Now, if we're going to keep them at this level every single year, I don't think that's possible for this group. They're not – look, we're, they're not messy. They're not they're serious. Not, they're not, not going to see those type of players again for a while. But um, I think Salah 
is going to be the future. He's not going to be messy. He's not going to be Ronaldo. He's going to be a good player. I mean, a really, really good player. Really great player, actually, for the next five, six years. I just don't expect him to be messy, and which everyone thinks he's going to be. No, no, no. Two things, two things. One, I think, just going back on your point from earlier, Hus, I don't necessarily agree that you guys were you guys were, are, are overachieving. I think after you guys made the Champions League final, I think there was like a sense of intent to go for the league, especially, you know, like a lot of the questions that were asked were, okay, who's Liverpool going to sign? They need a goalkeeper after Karius. You need a center midfielder. They addressed that by getting bringing in Naby Keita. Uh, you guys brought we in Fabinho. Play. And then another point. And you said Shaqiri that, too. Yeah. And then speaking of Shakiri, another point you mentioned was, well, maybe they're tired. Well, like Klopp needs to like, recognize that, okay, if someone's tired, I have Shakiri to bring on. And Shakiri's no, like, bang average player. Like, he's a very good player as well. So I think – I mean, I'm not trying to knock Klopp. I mean, he's second in the league for a reason. They could go on to win the league for all I, for all we know. But I just think that – I think it's getting to Klopp now. And, like, maybe he does like coming from behind, as you guys have mentioned. But I think he needs to recognize, okay, if Mo Salah isn't banging, if he's isn't scoring goals – maybe sit him for a game. Like, Mane was the hot hand, so you keep Mane in there. I don't necessarily agree with Origi starting, even though Everton might be his team to play, his, like, good team to play. But I think, I think you know, Shakiri's lack of involvement is one thing. Um, defensively, you guys have – Defensively, like, look, right now, you guys have no issues, which is, like, very uh, good for you. A little bit. Um, we So, the one thing that I was thinking, if you want to take a silver lining from this, is that – I saw a report that Pep's going to try and improve in three positions, maybe four. That's going to be tough for them to find players that are better than the ones that they have. Is it really going to be that hard for people to, uh, for Liverpool to find better players that they already have? No. No, look, no, I don't so think – think, 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 Well, I think City is closer to their ceiling than Liverpool is. So that's the silver lining for me for the future. Not, not this year, but for the future, I think Liverpool still can get – five, six, yeah, seven transfers that, that make point. them outstanding. Look, I get that point. But the thing is, man, the city ceiling is so much higher than normal EPL winner kind of ceiling. Like, even when United won, like, didn't break 13 records and win by, what was it, 19 points? Like, that is unheard of in this league. So, like, when Pep says he's going to improve in four positions, that basically means the guys who are coming in there are going to be world-class because he's trying to improve. So, like, the left-back position you could bring in a guy like alice uh alexandro you know what i mean like he could bring okay. in man city could get better don't get it twisted exactly man and but it could again, and like, they like, could open that who, gap back who up be, dude. who could be better not not like versus each other but who could hit a um who could i know what you're saying the percentage of improvement name the percentage of improvement but like they could they could they could easily just go sign dabala there's rumors of dabala not being a little bit unhappy at Juventus and Allegri's jobs on the line, and they're yeah. going to finance that what to bring say? in more transfers this summer. Like they, Dybala they to Man City, it, bro. Yeah, Neymar. but who, who, they, do they, who do they sit to make uh, make City? It doesn't matter. Him. They just rotate. They just Kevin De Bruyne just went out with a knee injury. They like you just rotate Dybala in. Like it. Like they play so many games that matches aren't like a question. If you look at him right now, like Mares is starting to get playing time again. Gabi Jesus, now that he's back from injury, he's going to be rotated out for. Um, for uh, Aguero because they're in major tournaments. So, like, the players will come in. Dybala will come in. No, he'll have to fight. But he's going to be, at the end of the season, fighting for a Premier League title. He's going to be competing for a Champions League. So he most likely would be willing to fight in the Pep system, especially because, you know, like, 
it's a very like strict system. And if that's your style of play, that creative small space guy, you're gonna excel in that. Look at Bernardo Silva. He looks incredible, but let's not make this about City. If you can think of a player, they can get him. Yeah, man. They can get anyone they want in the world right now. So actually just about going on what you said, Tiki, actually kind of brings us back to um the rebuttal that Snacks had to me where you where he said that Liverpool weren't overachieving. Before Liverpool faced City, they're on pace to have the most EPL points ever. Ever. So yes, they were overachieving. They're they they didn't lose a single game. And now they're coming back to reality. Yes, they shouldn't have a draw against Leicester or something like that. They should have won those games. But the the draw versus United, that that's that's normal. This year they had a win and a draw versus Everton. On a normal year, that that's yeah, okay. We understand that. I think yeah, but the issue, the issue is that the issue is that this is not a normal year, house. The issue is that this is a year like Liverpool. A lot of pundits, smart pundits out there, including Tom, picked them to win, and it's looking like it was a legit choice. That's why this is different. This is like the Gerard Slippier, where like maybe at the beginning of the season, I was like, okay, Liverpool is going to be good. We think they're going to compete, and then they actually start competing. This is where Liverpool usually stumbles, man. You guys have put together brilliant teams. The Fernando Torres days. Um, the, uh, the Suarez days as well, like the Michael Owen days, you guys have put in teams where like you finish second and you just miss it. The issue is that Liverpool has been here before and they've had talented teams. And you could argue this is probably on paper, the most talented team they've ever had. But again, you're starting to see these typical Liverpool cracks, the same cracks. They have everything they need to win the league. Except mental. a Except bit, depth. You need more depth, right? So, so you may need a little bit more depth. Depth and mental. Position. Like you need you need winners in there who know like what it takes. Like just oh, one or two guys yeah, yeah. I who like that. will motivate the guys right now. Like Henderson was saying, you know, similar to Gerard, don't let it slip. I I, I forget what he was trying to he was <laughs> basically trying to play that role of motivator, and then they draw in the Merseyside Derby. So like you're starting to see these cracks where like it's the same Liverpool. Look, this is the Best chance they have to win. I'm not saying they're not going to win the league, but the same way we give Spurs shit for like, oh, you guys are hot, but you don't win shit. Liverpool, I think, has played that trend too. And dude, no, it's legit too. You guys have a major Champions League game coming up against Bayern Munich, who just went top of Bundesliga. You know, Dortmund dropped points. You know, and, and now Bayern look like they're they have some confidence coming in. So this is a this is a trying time in the season. Overall, so, Haas, I think with I think in the context of the situation, what I meant by you weren't overachieving is I think City just kind of reformulated how to win the Premier League. Like, yeah, man. To be honest, if you look at it, like now teams are starting to like. I guess Man United started it, or Man City actually started back in like 2011. Like to win the league, it's getting the most like most expensive players, the best players you can get. And going gung-ho pretty much the entire season. Obviously, like, there's obviously some games you're going to drop off. It's 38 games over a Premier League season. Like, you're not going to win them all. And we've seen City lose to some pretty average to below average teams this season. So it's not always going to work out. But I think City last year specifically reformulated how to win the league. And that's, like, by scoring the most goals. Like, against who are they playing in the, like, I know this isn't the league. But, again, in the Carabao Cup semifinal, Burton, they scored nine goals. They scored nine goals, bro. (laughs) They scored literally, and, and like I, that's not surprising because it's no like mercy. third or yeah, fourth man. division just... team. It's that's the thing. So it's like when you tell me, well, Liverpool were on pace to get the most Premier League points. It's like okay, like 
in the in terms of history, yeah, that's great. But like in terms of winning the league, that that's what you got to strive for. That's what you got to go for. Yeah, and I, I think with the recruitments that you guys, what was that? I'll agree with you that the right now it's a different league than it has. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like when Man United, like when Arsenal were went invincible, they finished with like eighty something points. This isn't to knock Arsenal's invincibles, but like when Arsenal did what? One, you know, you guys went invincible. Oh, all right, yeah, Keep going. yeah, but like you know what I mean. So like now, like instead of eighty, because like I think Tom Tiki has said it actually a bunch of times on the show, like. 81 points, like, five or six years ago was enough points to win the league when United yeah, right. finished second with 81 points. Like, it's different now. You need to have 90 points. You need to get to 100 points well, and yeah, stuff like that. The game has changed, right? So the game used to be more defensive. But really, but, if you're watching this game, the way Martin Atkinson was refing it, man wasn't calling anything. So I love it, man. That's more so what the game used to be, like, defensive game. Like, defenders were really held you know, in, in higher regards back then. Now, yeah, I, I just kind of wanted to give context to my point as to like why I think Liverpool aren't underachieving. Like, I think like all things considered, they're either where they're at or just under where they're supposed to be. I think they were easily favorites to win the Premier League. Like me and you, Tom, we picked them to win the league this nah, year. Man, I, I look, think this right is big right city. Right Don't say right easily right. favorites. Well, like I mean, they were easily one of the favorites. One of the yeah, favorites. one of two. Yeah, yeah, one of the two teams that could actually win, especially when you consider their recruitment. Absolutely. No, no, so no. I think, yeah, I think with all that considered, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see what happens, you know, the rest of the games. It's this like is nine it. games. So, yeah, that quote real quick. Henderson said, oh, no, Klopp said that this team is the team that it's going to be the hardest for them to win it. But if they win it, it's going to make it easier for the next generations to come. And that's what, like, United right. did. That's what City's doing right now. Like Phil Foden can go into a match now and play with an S on his chest because he's like, I'm surrounded by winners. Worst comes to worst, Aguero's gonna get it, or you do, know, whoever's do, gonna. Do you get remember it. that the first time Man City won the league, like in a, in a long, yeah. long time? Yeah, Aguero. Know. Bro, it came down to the wire. That literally tipped the That's scales it. of That's history. That literally if was that, it. If that doesn't happen, if Aguero doesn't <laughs> score that goal, and Phil Aguero Jones is celebrating. They're yeah, man. Like a year or two off of where they are now. That them winning for the first time in that long changed everything. And this, everything. this is the cusp that Liverpool currently sits. That's on. it. That's so it. So it will be majorly disappointing for you guys. Yes, you weren't expected to win. So I, yeah, I see what you're saying, snacks. Like the the, the level of ex- expectation maybe maybe different, but dude. You this have is it, man. You this is it to win, and if you don't, it'll be it'll be disappointing. <laughs> you had that chance, You guys had that chance. So great. If you had that chance in 2014, Huss, you can't can't let us up by if again. You, Biggest if you, uh, case of if you talk to any yeah. Liverpool fan and you said, "Look, nervous cucks," and we said that March third, you're one point behind City, and no other team is around you guys. Are you happy with that? Every single Liverpool fan in August would say we would like that. It's just that we were up at points, and now guess what? Nah, they man. Had, they nah, had Huss, dip, they Huss. Had up. We had no. our ups, and then we had our dips. No, no way, dude. Based on based on pundit picks to win the league, this year was different. Last year, like sure, said, man, Liverpool said they yeah. would have taken it. Nah, yeah. man. You yeah. asked the average fan from Liverpool, from the city of Liverpool. If they're happy with being they, one no point where nobody else. No way. Not when they're this close. I, if you ask them in August, I think they're okay. No way. In August, they were already second. In August, they were already. But no, even in August, they were either going to be first or second. Like, City and Liverpool were the favorite. So, like, if you ask them in August, they were going to be like, yeah, motherfucker, that's, that's where I expected to be. Not like, not like, yeah, we'll take it. 
no fucking way. You guys, this is the year for the league. Mourinho said it. I don't know why there's this protection of Liverpool as far as like putting the pressure on him. Like this, you spent half a billion dollars. You've kicked Man United to the curb for now. As far as, you know, not one-on-one results, but as far as your performances, like, dude, this is the year. If you guys slip this year, odds are Salah's going to leave in one or two years. The team's going to break apart again, and you're going to have to rebuild. You know what it is, Tiki? You know what it is? Because they uh, – and this happens with a lot of people. So it's not just, like, Liverpool fans. It's, like, they don't want to, like, set that expectation so that if – Yeah, worse comes cowards. To, if if, if per, push comes to shove, they don't want to be told, like, oh, you guys are wrong, this, that. They don't want to deal with the abuse, man. That's, it happens with an all No, no I, don't, I don't think it's that. I think – It is, man. You guys are like, – No, no, I think – You guys it's, are so, it, like, jinxy McJinxer I think it's just because the fact that it's been so long since – Liverpool won. Yeah, you've gone superstitious. Yeah, it's, it's not, no, it's not, it's not even a – that's not such a standard. It's just if we come in second, look, we're not happy. Us. But we're this not, is the year where that it's opinion is different. Bro, no, no, that's where it's at. He's trying to lay some blankets, bro. If, if, Klopp want, if Klopp want to change things, the first thing he needs to do is stop blaming – other things than the team, like the weather, like the, the, wind, the weather, the, rain, dude. the wind, the snow, the pitch, the trap. Like, come on, get on face. Like, it gets to the point where, dude, like, I love you, Klopp. Like, you're my man. But come on, they just stand up. They're like, yeah, we sucked. Yeah, we played bad. We get it. Guess what? We're gonna do our best next game. Don't worry about that. Like, I just can't stand the fact that, well, the wind didn't help this game. Yeah. No. <laughs> well, well, guess what? The the wind probably helped the game uh, last time we faced Everton when Virgil hit the top of the crossbar and rolled across and Origi put it in. You didn't say, oh, well, the wind helped us this game. No, you said. Yeah, I mean, the rain doesn't help in Manchester, bro. Like, so like, it's, you, you can't, you can't, you can't use that as an excuse. It. Just accept it and move on. Lucky as shit. Look, man, Marco Silva, he was under a lot of heat, man. Um, this is a good result for him. Oh, oh, actually, yeah, the, are you, are you going to get into the game? Before we get to the game, I want you to ponder this question right now. <laughs> if Liverpool do not loan out Klein to Bournemouth, are they above Man City right now? No. Not necessarily. No. I know Trent I know what you're saying. I don't know. It's, yeah, that's the better Henderson, answer. If Mil- Henderson was playing right back. Milner was playing right where it was okay. Fabinho played well, but Henderson played right back, and yeah. he was the reason why they let up a goal in that game. That's why my answer is I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. How yeah, it's hard. All right, man. And we talk about death the whole time, and they said away the guy. They have like one player. They have like one player. And, oh my god! Oh cool. Yeah, no way that loan happened yeah. that they, way, man. They only did loan out Moreno to like like anyone. I don't even know. Oh, my God. For this Liverpool garbage. Frustrated it. You see? See, you're you're choking like they are. You can't even make up your mind. I'm not even frustrated. Just frustration. Just just the Liverpool way, man. Choke City. Take a sip of the drink, Huss. Spurs Spurs won. Arsino won. The North London derby here. Come on, Arsino. Who are they again? Bro, you, you're, you're celebrating like you won something, game. Tom. If you you're celebrating watched, like you won. I don't want to hear from you guys. You, you guys all just chirp, chirp, chirping, all right? If you watched this game, dominated this game, this was so close <laughs> to being a tactical masterpiece by Unai Emery, all right? This was this was on Mustafi's shoulders. This unnecessary-ass 
penalty kick, well, maybe necessary. He's very desperate to get it. it anyways, it's it frustrating as shit. Was he offsides? Was he onsides? I, I, I've had it different. I've had it interpreted differently. I don't know what to say of it, whether he's onsides or offsides, man. When the ball's kicked, he's definitely offsides. But here's the interpretation of the rule, right? Because it's been changed to now a player must touch the ball or, like, really be involved in the play, the FA is apparently coming out saying that it's a legitimate penalty kick because the foul occurred before the player was even able to engage the ball. Yeah, you know what it is, Tom? It's an off-the-ball foul. You know what I mean? So, like... It's like in a corner, just because the ball's not coming to you. If someone like bear hugs you, like it's a foul. So like Harry Kane wasn't active yet because he hadn't gone after the ball. Obviously, but we he, know if he wasn't pushed, he yeah, was to get to it. But then yeah. that's when the liner would have flagged. That's oh. when the liner would have flagged as soon as Harry Kane touched it. Well, I can't assume that, but let's say he caught the offside. He would have flagged right there. But Mustafi didn't even allow it to get to that point. So he fouled. It was an off-the-ball foul, simple it was, foul. It was a few moments of lapses in discipline that really cost Arsenal in this game. I know Torreira also got a red card, um, which it was a legit red card. Obama Yang missing the PK. Like, Ugo. that's my dude, man. Like, I Ugo. love Obama you know, Dude, Obama like, Yang missing the PK. Lacazette being cowish. Like, these are the oh. type of games, man, that are just... Like, you got to sort them out next year with some signings where just the pressure's on, on on you guys to, like, improve on the season. This is a game you guys should have won, Look, maybe even 3-1. to one. Stroke of genius to start Aaron Ramsey. Honestly, when I looked at, like, the starting lineup, he put in dudes who were going to bust their ass. And he said, coming in, Emery, like, look, man, I need – I need this is the balanced team. I need them to work hard off the ball and to, to execute the plan that we have. And it was clear that we weren't going to let him play. We're going to mark Erickson as much as we could out of the game force him in the wide areas. Guendouzi, I thought, did a good job of that. Torreira, I thought, was straight up man-marking him second half. So, like, I could see the strategy. I could see – and even the substitutes. We bring in Ozil. We bring in Aubameyang, who was a third. Um, we bring in Torreira as well. So, you know, like, that's – that's you know, the, the, there was a debate should Aubameyang and Lacazette start at the same time. I thought this was so close to being a tactical masterpiece by Unai Emery. But Mustafi just causing the PK, man. And then Aubameyang missing it. like. Yeah, look, I don't know. I, I think this was great tactical choice. I don't know if it was quite a masterpiece, but he did do the right thing by putting... one. It is, it's, you know, it's uh, look, one of I don't, things. I don't even know, man, because, look, I think Spurs had their chances, too. Obviously, you guys had more chances. You were in control of the game. But it's not like... Spurs were just played off the park. For me, that's a masterpiece when you like just you handcuff the other team. Maybe not even possession play off the park, but just like you just hamstring the other team. And like that wasn't the case here, but it was on a tactical battle. He did win the tactical battle. There's no question. I just yeah. don't know if I'm ready to give him a masterpiece. But Mkhitaryan, Tom, keep telling you this guy, man. Like I know he's got that Man United sauce on him, so like it's hard for you to ingrain him. But Bro, I'm not saying this guy was gonna be. World class. This guy can ball, man. He can come in and make a difference. He Yo, can start putting a shift. Like a ground Dude, ground outside. Through ball. Tom's now involved because I remember like two months ago, you and I got into a heated argument about Mkhitaryan. I was saying he should start. You're like, nah, this guy sucks. Nah, <laughs> that was the fucking, that was the oh, United Obi juice, was bro. Awobi. Awobi special. Mkhitaryan sucks. <laughs> yeah. Guess what? Awobi, and uh, I won't tell you what he can do, but I just, I'm, 
I'm just saying, dude, you've got to give Mickey a chance because yeah, we've man. already seen it at Dortmund. We've already seen it at little glimpses, though. At United. At United. Yeah, definitely. When he first came into United, it was like, oh, dang. Uh-oh. And then he started, uh, was it last season? He started the first, like, five, six games just, like, red hot. Now, if he can extend that, though, yes, his consistency can be debatable. That's my thing with him. That's no, no, that's my thing with him. Who on Arsenal is not – Who on Arsenal like besides the bombing is – Consistent. In That's a good point. Five games, Nobody but a bombing, and obviously because he missed the PK, maybe a bombing is not consistent either. You're saying everyone's inconsistent in Arsenal, so it's not like we're not sitting here saying Mkhitaryan is an automatic start. But the way Emery's using him, I think is perfect, man. Start him in some games. Some of them are important. Some of them are you know beat up games. He doesn't. He's a ro- perfect rotation player. That's why I wanted him to stay at United. He was never gonna, you know, uh, upset Martial or Rashford as far as like position starting. But like no, every no, once I'm in not, a while, I'm this not. is that dude who can actually make like a piece of class difference. He he definitely can, and clearly we don't have the depth in the wing position. Like he's he can actually go out there and implement what Emery wants. Yeah, because he's got the speed got as well. Hell, I would take him over Origi. So for me. What I'm seeing is I, I think we need an upgrade. Oh, for sure. For no, now, for sure. Obviously, like, I'll, I'll deal with the dealer's hand. Like, this is the hand that's been You need an upgrade. No, you, didn't right. even, you, you didn't even oh, want him there. That that was my beef. Like, yeah, it wasn't that you – there's no way to – there's no need to gas Mkhitaryan. Like, he's going to be who he's going to be. But, like, you didn't even want him at the club, bro. No, that's what I'm like, dude, yo, what up, bro? Because we lost Alexi Sanchez. And, like uh, – It looks know, like you guys are winning that trade. Yeah, you guys are winning that trade, bro. But if he had stayed at Arsenal, who really who would have won the trade if there was one that was never Tom, made? Tom, you know, I don't know, bro. Lexi was struggling that year, man. Mkhitaryan's not the problem. You're right. You're right. Let's not make it all about Mkhitaryan. Quit saying, man. Thanks, man. play Hus. They literally had to makeshift Mustafi at right back to not put the quicksand yeah. man in. Listen, man. Aaron Ramsey is the wrong person you guys are letting go because that man ran from half, rounded the keeper. Puts it in in his final North London Derby, bro. I don't know what. I don't care how much Juventus are paying him. Another great tactical call. In those big games, Ramsey, he does show up. Like, he might be inconsistent at times, but he shows up. Maybe he's not worth 400 grand that Juventus are paying him. But, but the fact that Ramsey's leaving and Ozil stays is just like, it's mind-blowing to me. And and Ozil has been picking up some good form the past couple of games. So maybe... I understand why he didn't start him. He didn't o- feel like Ozil was look, good. Ozil's a better player than Aaron Ramsey, bro. Flat out. No, no, it's it's true. But like, that's why he's staying. Yeah, so, no, to me, it's not that hard to. So then, why is Ozil not playing the big games? Because we know who he is in terms of his ethic, right? Work the ethic. Field. So how like, does how does that make it? Okay, so talent wise, so talent wise, sure he can be as good. But if you're not going to put that to work, then you're not better than someone. Bro, there's how many freestyle? How many? How many freestyle? How many freestyle footballers are on YouTube that can do more skill than half of the professionals out there, but don't have a professional contract, bro? That work. You're talking about two professional footballers, not one freestyler, right? So that's a horrible. All I know, all all I'm saying is that Aaron Ramsey scored and started this game, and Ozil didn't. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So he doesn't. Ozil doesn't fit this manager's style of play. We know that. But does that make him who's a better player? And especially considering the circumstance of Aaron Ramsey leaving in the summer for free. Like, going forward, Ozil's a more important player for Arsenal, and he's a better technical player. Now, I get this is why it was a stroke of genius, I think, by Emery realizing that, okay, Ozil's not going to give us that work rate that we need 
to try shut down Christian Eriksen or whoever's the six for Spurs and put the pressure on him. So also you can't start this game. And I think that Emery's now beginning to handle that situation well. It's Ozil knows what it is and he's breaking it down to him. So, so do you think do you think Oh man, my camera's off. Hold on one sec. So do you think it's worth the money you're spending to have a guy who's gonna play two thirds of the games? Like obviously you know his strengths is attacking, but couldn't you ship that we're guy in the position off? to replace that guy? Guys, okay. if, I, if if Arsenal could go out and buy any play in the world, yeah, I got you. Ozil's not the our number one choice. But if you look at how he can break down teams, because we often talk about, oh, you don't have to be any of the top six to go on and win the league, right? Ozil's a guy who, against a Burnley, he can break them down. Yes, but you're back. also easy to break you know? down when he's on the field as well. Yeah, sure. he is. But, but, and that's what you have to ask. Is he more good than bad, Mesut Ozil? I still believe he's more good than bad. So, I mean, I... And also, you can factor in, like, I just going off of Tiki's point, like, you free up those wage budgets, wage budgets, English, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you free up his wages off the budget, like, I'm not saying you're going to get an Ozil-level player, but you'll get a player, like, at least like an Aaron Ramsey. And Aaron Ramsey is a quality player. There's a reason why Juve are spending 400k to bring him in. He is, is it, that's a, that's my he's, opinion. You know what no, I mean? He's a quality player. But and there's rumors, and there's rumors linking you guys to Kai Havertz at Leverkusen, and I got, that kid's a baller. So like, yeah, you know what I mean? And like he plays in Ozil's position. Like I mean, obviously he's like eleven why, years why old. Why not bring in him both? Why not keep an experienced German international like Ozil, and then try to bring on a young Kai Havertz? I know we well we can't afford it. So if, if that's the that's case, the problem, and that's the, the problem, dark, like. In a perfect world, I would assume you would you obviously you would want to have Ozil and Kai Havertz. Let's just use him as an example. But like, yeah. bro, for three hundred and fifty grand a week, like it's it's almost not worth it. Like if he was playing week in week out, like he was when he had that twenty assist yeah. season, obviously it would point. be worth it. Obviously it would be worth Dude, it. But I like just think, right I think we have to look at the long at the at the at the big picture and and consider all. So you're that, that that are going on for sure, man. For sure. So you're an Ozil in guy for now. Yeah, yeah, man. Because for for a couple different reasons, I don't think we can replace him. Number one, and he still is. Look, man, when he's on, there's no denying he's he's one of the best at what he does, and that's creating chances. Like, yeah, but it, it's like a double-edged sword as well. Like, because like Haas was saying, like you guys are vulnerable when he said he doesn't have a great work ethic. Like, it's just a recipe for disaster at times. Like sell other times, he, sell man, him to China. And choose when to play him. That's probably where you should go, Huss. Yeah, that's a good shot, man. Sell him to China, bro. Fifty mil. See you later, Ozil. Go to China. Get fifty, 50 mil. mil. They'll pay ninety mil for him because of the jerseys they'll sell, bro. Hey, man, Shaka can go before Ozil. Guess what? Ozil, Shaka goes for free. Buy one, get one free. Right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you get Shaka. Shaka will actually drive him there. You see Leno sick double save in this game, man. Yeah, he's he's proven he's proven us wrong, man. He's had like two highlights all year. Right before halftime, <laughs> yeah, and you guys have been shitting on him all year, man. I've been and other teams, he's been shitting on him, bro. No, I've been nervous, you know, but I'm glad that he's actually getting this experience, man. He's got to go through the fire. This is the fire that EPL is your first North London derby, and I thought he played well, man. His first, he played in the two previous or the one previous in the league when you guys won. All right, my bad. Oh, yeah, and another, and another, and another fact Bayern is second on goal difference, Dortmund still number one. So, hey, look at you. <laughs> Boom. All right, man. North London Derby, a draw. I think solid result for United. 
Um, we'll get into them in a second, but let's get into Bournemouth, Man City. That's right. Man City being Manchester's <laughs> blue. Yeah, above Arsenal, bro. <laughs> above Arsenal. Yeah, I honestly thought Bournemouth had a chance. I was watching this. Dude, was like, who above you last week? What are you talking about? <laughs> Sorry, when? What? No, no, when no, was I, that? I don't think I actually oh, yeah. thought they really had a chance. Chance. It was just like, oh my god, zero zero still. No, Hus, Hus, I'm with you. I thought this was gonna be one of those like the gods are just on Bournemouth side because let's oh, talk no, about no, these no. stats, man. Absolutely insane. Twenty three shots to zero. 82% possession, 91% pass success for Man City. Like, this is FIFA when you're playing on, like, semi-pro. 14 corners, bro. Like, this was the most dominant game, I think, of the EPL, and they win one nothing, bro. This is a sign of a champion. This is where the all the other teams, including United, would probably struggle here to get a result, like, being this dominant. We were like that under Jose when uh when Burnley had that crazy game where the goalie Heaton made like twenty seven saves. And then Lee granted it the next week when we played Stoke. Exactly, man. But City bring in Mares, a guy who hasn't been really getting minutes. He comes on, he scores the winner, dude. Like this is the frustrating thing. Oh, a lot of them should have had some fucking goals here, man. Take a moment, take a moment real quick. Just try to fathom that. Playing 90 minutes and having 18% possession. It's insane, dude. <laughs> like, like, guys are probably, like, getting cold and, like, they're just like, oh, they, they guys are probably only having, like, maybe two touches all game. You know when they bring it, like, the first team usually trains and then they'll bring in, like, the under-23s just to, like, shadow <laughs> players right before big games? That's what happened. Dude, That's they had happened. 16 minutes of possession in, 90, in a 90-minute game. 16 minutes of possession bro and, and you know oh like bournemouth, bournemouth isn't like cardiff right they're not the team or like exactly you know, Leicester, you're right Leicester, where they're like all right let's sit back and give up freely give up no like they want to try dominate the ball bournemouth but they just had no chance no chance bro city no they're in a title race now this is the advantage of having champions on your team these guys know right now is when you put your head down and you just start pumping your legs and if it doesn't come from Aguero, if it doesn't come from Sterling, the Silver Boys, De Bruyne, it's going to come from someone off the bench, be it Sané, Mares in this case, or Jesus. Like, just everyone knows what the fuck they're supposed to do, and when it's time to do it, they do it, man. It's it's impressive, dude. Pep Guardiola is the fucking man. It's the worst watching him turn the city fucking blue, bro. Klopp got cold feet. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. Standing <laughs> hustle up at the altar. Yeah, he is, dude. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, well, I expected this. This has happened to me before, so I expected it. <laughs> yeah, no, dude, I didn't even go to the yeah. wedding. I didn't even go to the wedding. I'm at the bar by myself, crying <laughs> myself into my glass. Shirts all untucked. No, nah, but shout out to fucking... I'm there naked. I just fucking forget the suit. I just knew what was going to happen. Forget it. Shout out to Bournemouth, man. Going down one nothing here. They almost... Caused a massive upset to Liverpool a favor, but they get three points here. Nathan Ake, bro, this kid I think is next. Really? He needs another. Yeah, man, I think he needs one more season at Bournemouth. Like, dude, he's starting to feel like, look, not as far as talent-wise, but as far as importance to a team, he's starting to feel like Virgil van Dijk at Southampton. Like, when this kid is back here, there's no fuckery at all. Uh, like, of course, they lose here and there. They lose here and there because the quality of the team, there's a lot to work on. But when Ake, like Ake doesn't get beat, dude, like, and he commands that back line, he commands that defense. 
I don't know, Rashford, Rashford, freaking, freaking the Elastico there on the edge. Yeah, of the but like, oh, come on, man. Man. dudes are gonna get beat. Dudes well, are gonna get beat, man. Vinicius get beat. I'll get up. Um, I won't say he doesn't get beat because it's just in the nature of the position to get no, yeah, yeah. roasted at times. I, th- I, th- I think what you mean man. to say is he his tackle success rate. Is, That's is what great. I mean. Yeah, yeah. But look, man, no, if you're getting so. in by Rashford, it doesn't make you a bad player, bro. Rashford, no, I'm not saying that. I'm just, I was just, I was just contradicting your point. That gotcha, was, gotcha. It's like ah, oh, Rashford. I don't know, man. Well, I'm not even saying the Rashford part. I'm just saying that there have definitely been times where. Okay, he's either been out of position or he's made a dumb play. I'll definitely say if you want to give him one more year, that's fine to see how he is because he'll be 25, 26 years old. Um, that's what I said. One or two more years. Not, that's not, that's you can see on that. Can but just, left back. You can see the ascension house is all I'm saying. He's not ready. He's definitely not fucking ready to make a move. But I'm saying like I'm seeing his progression. And in two or three years, if he keeps going the way he's going to go, he's going to top six easy, maybe even the top three. Yo, he's got to be, be related to Rude Hulet, right? Like, yeah, with that hair, bro. <laughs> he's got to be. <laughs> and, love uh, that hair. Look, and, and again, I'm, I'm also saying, like, right now we're sitting in Liverpool or sitting, I'm talking, like, is he ready for that or is he actually ready for, like, you know, replacing Mustafi? Yeah, but in two or three years he could, okay, he could yeah, replace Mustafi, but, like, that would be, like, him being given the reins. Like, like uh, what's his name, Van Dijk going to Liverpool and being given the reins. Like, you can go into a team that has an average back line and as a 25, 26, 27-year-old center back, be given the reins. Like, all right, we're going to build this back line off you. Ake would be solid there. He could go back to Chelsea um, once uh, their back line kind of falls apart with David Luiz getting older and full of mistakes. Dude, City, I don't know if he's got the footwork for it, but, like, I think he's a guy yeah. who could potentially work at City because he's a bro, Dutch man, kid. He man, knows he the position. D-mid, bro. He came up playing D-mid. He can play left back. Like, he can dribble. He can... Yeah, yeah, I, I keep an eye on this kid, man. He's I, not I would, ready. I would see one more year. Maybe, look, if he did want to go to... The no, front. that's exactly if what he I said. Wanted, one or two years, bro. Yeah, no, I agree with you on that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But, it, like, if he went to a Liverpool, I'd be intrigued because, yes, is he probably better than Matip next year? It's going to be even, I think. Yeah, let's get it. Just don't sleep on Matip, guys. Yeah, yeah man. Right? Uh, no, but... Uh, sleep on let's, let's, talk do about, some let's talk about that shot real quick for, from uh, Mahrez. Yeah, let's this, talk this about it. I'm talking about where that's, like, the type of shot that I'm like, whoa, how did that go in? Of all the chances, that's the one that goes in near post when there was, like, a sliver of space. I yeah. mean, that that's the frustrating part where they played so well all game, no, I wouldn't say so well, like the dominant, but so well as in the clean sheet, except for that one little hiccup by the keeper letting near post. That's what and, happens, man. That's what happens. Inside, oh. Discipline. Yeah, that, man. That one kills me at this level is everything. And yeah, man, uh, unfortunately, well, maybe fortunately for the rest of the competitors in the league, Kevin De Bruyne suffers uh, an injury blow here. This I think they're saying it's a lost his season for him, bro. It's just a lost season. Just yeah, I mean, that's what it comes down to, man. Like, if if you got a knee injury, usually other things get all busted up because, like, you just haven't worked that entire leg, you know? So, like, it often lingers into hamstring, groin, and all that fun stuff. So, they better take care of this before it becomes a legit problem. Yeah, I think he'll be fine, man. He'll be fine. Maybe well, take the rest of the season well, off. Yeah, they should shut him hey, down now. Hey, think about Strootman from Roma. Like, look, he had one injury, then another yeah. injury, then another. Yeah, it wasn't sure, all man. right at the same time. It was like one, every single year he had. Yeah, it's company as well. how they dropped off when KDB was out? They dropped off a little bit. Like, they, I know. Did Aguero get suspended? They didn't have, the, like, the same luster on them, man. 
Well, KDB's just it's that's just the importance of Kevin De Bruyne. Like he's just that good. You know what I mean? I think I think in the long term, City <laughs> will be. Yeah, I think in the long term, City will be fine. I mean, they David Silva can still ball. Bernardo Silva can, you know, go back and, and do a, a job. And that's the thing, man. They've, they've learned to live without him, Tom. Yeah, when he first went out, like, early in the year, like, you could see the drop-off. But, like, you knew this team is a system team. Like, they were going to figure it out. Gundogan's going to step up for an indeed. Like, you knew it was never going to be that big a drop-off. But for sure, man, they, they definitely missed a burn. And that's part of the reason they're going to go into the summer window and just buy, like, studs, man. Guys who... They, when De Bruyne goes out, I think that's the biggest one. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. And well, definitely, that's the big Pep, one. And then Pep, the center back for company. Well, yeah. Pep already said that for Fernandinho, if he can transfer to center back nicely, he has another four years or so at City because he can maybe take over that company part where he has the yeah, he has definitely. the ability. But um, right now, Kevin De Bruyne, let's say there's a fantasy draft. Of EPL, is he still top five pick even this year with his injuries? No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, just because of numbers. Yeah, yeah just because of numbers. Nothing personal. Literally, just because of top ten. I think. I think next season, if you would ask that question, then yeah, he's in my opinion, he's still a top five. Last player. year, last year he definitely was. No, one hundred percent. But like next year, going into let's just say they shut him down for the rest of the season. Next year, you know, ESPN yeah, or whatever. ESPN and them come out with their predictions. Who's going to be top five in a fantasy draft? Kevin De Bruyne's between. Well, no, I'm not like fantasy draft as in like uh like a fantasy like Premier League. Uh, no, like fantasy draft like like, 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 like no, I'm talking about like fantasy draft as in we're starting a team. Well, stop it, saying fantasy. Yeah, yeah, he's still a top five. Player. He's still got quality. <laughs> I think. I, I don't think the no, injuries he's nice. had. Yeah, I don't think the injuries he's had are going to be. I mean, like obviously in the long term it might be detrimental, but like to his immediate impact, I think he'll he's young enough to still come back and still do work. For sure, man. All right, let's keep it moving, City. Chugging along, top of the league. Uh, Liverpool chasing them. Man United 3, Southampton 2. Another test passed for young Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Um, I think you're the only boss, person that's bro. ever said his name like that, bro. I think Norwegians say his name like that, bro. Oh, okay. That's but, man, Snacks, what you got to say here, bro? Fucking pie in your face, man. How's it, let, how's it feel gonna, when United Lukaku, wins and you still get pie in your Lukaku. face, bro? Hold on. Hold on. I'm going to let, let everyone, everyone, everyone get your points out now so that when I get to my part, I can just not be interrupted. So if you got to say I, something. I got, you, I got you, Snacks. Basically, ladies and gentlemen, Snacks is a troll. He lives under a bridge, right? Sometimes <laughs> he gets lost. So what he'll do is he'll get mad. He'll get mad. He'll just start trolling. Just nah, start trolling man. Nah, man. escorted to his bridge. Yeah. Tom, Tiki, Tiki, what you got to say? Your, your turn. No, this is a conversation, bro. This is not fucking sitting here on a podium uh, and just fucking <laughs> like chatting away. Yeah, yeah man. This, this right is the now. bro. Right now. The whole time we're talking through the text messages and Snacks will re- is relentless with, Rel- oh, he's, a, he's, he's just, he's a, he's a stats patter. He's just all about the stats patter. But guess what? If if Mr. Statspad is not playing this game, you lose this game and you're outside the top four. Thank you. Such you. a hated term. It is that such a hated term, bro. That means you get mad ducats. I'm not gonna give you credit. <laughs> Thank you, bro. It's the Cavani it's effect. Sour grapes, bro. It's the Cavani effect. Scoring 50 goals, but none of them mean anything. None of them mean anything. That's all you do. <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen, man. Listen, guys. At the end of the day, listen. it's like Ronaldo scoring like seven goals against some international team just so he can pad his stats. Listen, yeah, man. Yeah, at the end of the day, ridiculous. We got the day. Listen, by fourteen goals, dude. Yeah, I want to. 
Fiji. <laughs> they're, they're best known for their water. <laughs> what, man? I'm going to say what? You hate him? At the end of the day, I said it last season. I said it this season. When he gets, a, when he has a good performance, I will credit him. Brilliant performance. I, I feel like I keep saying this, but Snacks, like, that's not the fucking beef here, bro. No, yeah, I know what the beef, beef is. I know what the beef is. It's just like, of course, the, if he's the, the, the hat trick, you can't sit there and say he sucks. Like, so you do have to eat the dirt. That's not the debate. At the end of the day, man. At the end of the day, it's just that, like, we won, and we won because of him. But it was Southampton, a team that is in a relegation <laughs> battle. And I know, yeah, bro. Like, I know how fine for losing to teams like this, bro. So let's. Like, why are you acting like we're coming off this high, like, high fucking Bro, uh, performance? You, let me ask you a question. How can you rate a player that every year consistently goes on, like, a 10 to 20 game goal drought and you're we a striker and you're worth 75 now? How can you rate that? Like, that's my, my thing, question. If Rashford does this, oh, my God, Rashford's amazing. Oh, my God. If Thank you. Does it, oh, my God. You just – you you you're impartial. It's personal. You're prejudiced. Oh, he's the does. best at a midfield in the world. Look at that. He hit that with the back of his head into the net. Oh, my God. It's mind-blowing. You know what it is, guys? <laughs> Lukaku, he, he's weird. He's, a, he's an enigma in a lot of ways. Not in a lot of ways. In some ways, you look at his game aesthetically. It's not the prettiest game. No, Sometimes it's not. he's got the raw pass. Sometimes you've got the raw touch. But is there more good than bad? Thank is you, Tom. Class, <clears throat> is there more consistency than not? And That's yes, not is, true, man. though. There it's is no true. Right no, snacks, that is true because Rashford went through a drought as well. Like, forwards go through droughts. Harry Kane, Harry Kane took fucking, uh, what was it, September or August off August, for the first, August. like, three fucking years of his career, bro. Like, droughts happen. Look, I'm not saying... Lukaku drought can be equated to Harry Kane uh, drought, but that's the reason. Like, we don't put Lukaku and Kane in the same stratosphere. What we're saying is that Lukaku is a good player for United. I think he has class moments. I don't think he's world class because to be world class, your whole game has to be encompassed, including your decisions. But I think this is exactly where he should be. I think this is a, he's at the club where he should be. He's friends with everyone. He, he's and productive as hell. One year, guys. Look at Salah. All of a sudden, he's world class. He's this. He's a, Salah has had one year of legit production. This he's year, putting up production now, though. I mean, like his his, his alien numbers last year. You can't. Well, I mean, that's, that's just saying. like Huss has like Huss has been saying. Like it's a freak year for him, sure. But like he's consistently like top of the the. No, he's like, not least... consistently. No, he's not consistently because when he was at Chelsea, he was mediocre. When he was at Roma, he did well. But no one saw this coming with Salah. So even Salah was bouncing between good player and, like, yeah. mediocre player, and then now he's a great player. One year one makes year. him a great player. Look, and the difference with Lukaku, bro, is, like, just the numbers don't lie. I 100% agree with you. He's raw as hell. Tom said it. We all know that. It's not like we see this guy and we compare him to the smooth guys uh, uh, who play that position. But we just look at his production. We say, "Look, man, it's ugly. It's unorthodox." But today he scores two. But he, right but he, gets, the, but, but he got the buckets, is what you're saying. But he gets buckets, and last year he was United's top scorer, bro. Like so, like okay, of course this, this year struggled. Called, this used to be called like a poacher. A, a, exactly, a Tom. Striker. One of those guys. Chicharito, Solshire, Solshire was a poacher. Sheringham, he was smooth at his moments, and I think Lukaku's—he's not Ruvenisroy by any stretch in terms of finishing, but like. Look, man, he just has those times where he can be raw, like Cavani. Cavani's not a dribbler, guys. He's not going to try to do anything. Yeah, but he can bang in goals. But I'm not saying, yeah, but I'm, 
I mean, so I don't know, man. I, I think maybe I just look back like, at the price tag. I look back at some performances that, he, that he's had, and I just think that if you're worth as much as you got paid for, you're earning the wage you're getting. Yeah, but, you're but putting Snacks, up performances like that against Man too, City and stuff like that. Yeah, but so Snacks, Maybe I'm just setting no. the bar too high. Maybe I'm just setting the bar very, very high for Lukaku, and maybe I should lower my expectations look, but for him. No, at the same time, at the same time, you could make those same exact arguments for Pogba. The difference is Pogba's YouTube highlight is incredible. You know what I mean? Like, he's got moves. He can beat people. So, like, you see that flash, and that sort of, like, satisfies you. It's that Liverpool thing of, man, the football is pretty, but where's the silverware? So, with Pogba, it's not, it's not even where's the production? Like, Lukaku is ugly to look at, and now he's not scoring. It, it's like, dude, why is this guy even in the EPL? Pogba was also on Juventus where he's surrounded by legends. Okay, yeah, but Pogba right now is surrounded by legends and Pogba's ballers. I, 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 I don't get the comparison. What I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, sorry, what I'm saying is, come on, Hush. So, what I'm saying is, Pogba, yeah, he had that flash or he had that long distance range goal. Or he was also with Juventus where they were going to win almost every game. They were in Champions League where Juventus just handled some players. They got to the finals, yeah, but they didn't win. Love, what I'm saying is with Lukaku is he wasn't with that team. He was with Everton. He was with West Brom. And he made he made made shit gold, basically. And, he and, made a bad situation good. And, and he had 25 goals with Everton in league. Yeah, he only had 16. And right now he only has 12 with United. And that could improve, but he's 25. Exactly. And mid-prime will be in about a year, probably two years. And with I don't want to make this anti-Pogba either, man. I don't want to make it anti-Pogba at all. I was just bringing Pogba up because I'm saying, like, you're criticizing him for his production or his droughts or his downtime. Pogba took basically two years off, and we realized it's because he was handcuffed. I don't know he, about that. I wouldn't his, say that. But. His highlights that you always bring up is the brace <laughs> he had at Man City, bro. Like, I mean, he's played plenty of games between now and then, but that I mean, one's always the, the one that... You keep going, keep going. Sorry. Yeah, no, no doubt, man. And I don't want to make this anti-Pogba, but I'm saying, like, the same things you're criticizing Lukaku for, you could call out Pogba for, especially this, this season. game, like, look, and he's got, for me, I like watching Lukaku play because people, like, they make fun of him all. He's slow. Lukaku's one of the fastest plays on United, man. Yeah, but he is. Like, like, I don't think he doesn't have the quickest acceleration. Ball. He is yeah, fast like, speed, but not very good acceleration. Listen, I don't think... He, he does step overs and stuff. Like, he, he can actually run. When he gets people, going. Man. Yes, yeah, that's good. But, like, can, like um, beat people, but that three to six... So, what I'm saying, that three to six yards... Uh, Quick movement to go around someone, he doesn't have that. I, it's not, it's not, it's not aesthetically like if you're putting up numbers, you're putting up numbers. And I, I agree with you guys that 25, 26, 27 goals and 20% is, is a big, <laughs> is a, it's good goal production from your striker. <clears throat> but I think 16 league goals isn't enough. And I also believe that, you know, like I watch performances, right? And like I, you know, I hate to bring up Man City and the big games and stuff like that. Actually, I don't hate it. I actually love it because he, a, he doesn't show up. And if you go back, no, hold on, hold on. If you go back to the Man City game we played, them when we lost like two 0 Lukaku was at full, fault for both of the goals. How are you going to be a striker and be at fault for both of the goals, bro? Maybe defense should do better. No, bro. Pieces. Like he, like the first goal was a corner. It yeah. came right to him on the post. He was hugging the uh, post. And he cleared it. He should have cleared it out for an out of bounds. No, he clears it yeah, right. Like, into I mean, the, that's not. Right into Chris Mullins. Do with him being a forward, bro. 
So what are you saying? Your forward isn't your best defender? Oh, weird. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying, like, in general, like, it's just game awareness. It's just common sense. Come yeah, on, man. Look, Snacks, no one's saying, no one's saying 16. Go ahead, Tom. I'm saying, look at the big picture of what you're saying. So his first year, right? First year of the big club comes in, scores 16 goals. Like, pretty good. Okay, I would understand that. Class. I would understand no. that. I would 100% understand that point if he was going to, like, a Real Madrid or Juventus, a different league. But he's been in the Premier League. He scored in the big games against in the Premier League. I, I don't understand why the jump is that significant, in my big, opinion. Are you kidding me? Because it's a different stage, bro. <laughs> it's a different world, the bro. pressure it takes to play – Every single game, you don't understand that. Pretty sure, I'm pretty sure Everton with club. Lukaku made it to like you, made it fourth, made it to the Champions club, League. If like, you don't understand that, you don't understand your club. I'm no, I, I, I know, I, I understand it, bro. I, I understand it. It's like if Snacks, you could the go out, is so fucking massive, bro. And he, I think he got seven assists, so sixteen and seven, like that's pretty damn good production. Tom, he was top five, like Mourinho, right? So like everyone sucked under Mourinho, right? everyone. And then now we're seeing him getting back into the goals. Yeah, he suffered the injury a little bit. He started out a little bit slow. But, bro, just look at this man's production and, and judge him by what he does. And newsflash, let's remember Not how, how good Real Madrid and, um, and Barcelona are. I mean, dude, you can't have him – like, can't compare that. I mean, that's Mortal Combat level. Dude, he's playing at Smash Combat level right now. Uh, all right, let's say let's say okay, let's say Atletico for example. Like, didn't see the dig. <laughs> if he goes to Atletico and <laughs> you know, like Die like I'll give you an example. I'll give you someone who's on his level. When Diego Costa came to Chelsea, he banged in goals left and right. You know, and he was coming from a different league. Well, we're gonna say just because he was a few years older, he understood. No, the snacks, but like, what do you say about Morata then? Bro, look at the, just because one guy comes in from another league and bangs doesn't mean every guy who's going to come in is going to say that, But that's, that's my I point. My point is, is that, like, if Diego Costa can do it and then win the league, obviously, you know, we weren't close to winning the league. I'm not, I'm not comparing that. But, like, if Diego yeah, Costa can be the Lukaku focal point to why you win the league, I don't see why Lukaku, who has Premier League experience, maybe not at that level. You know why, bro? Because guys just peak at different times, man. Some guys like Mbappe are just going to fucking carry a team from 19 years old. But, like, we can't look at all 19-year-olds and say, well, you're not doing Mbappe level, so what's wrong with you? Like, dude, Lukaku's not ready to have a fucking uh, a Premier League title built on him. But in two, three years, he easily could be. And at the 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 chemistry level he fits into the team – I don't see why you'd need to go out and get a guy like Icardi who's going to come in, upset the locker room with his crazy wife and shit. Like, it's sure, man, it's flashier. It's cute because you play FIFA. You're just like, that guy has ability. I'm going to play him. But like, there's a lot that goes into the shit. And Lukaku has great relationships with all the young up upcoming guys. He's, seen as a, He's leader. a leader. We've seen him in Belgium. At the World Cup, holding team talks, telling fucking Hazard what to do and shit. Nah, but like, he's got a raw touch sometimes, so he's trash. So right? Like, so, like, look, man, like Tom says, there's more good than bad. Snacks, I'm not sitting here yeah, saying this guy is fucking silky. <laughs> I'm not sitting here saying he's silky, he's the best in the world. But I'm saying this Lukaku project at United is fucking worth giving another year. If he has another year like he did this year, then I might my patience might start to wane where I'm like, all right, dude, like, some point, figure, like I'm fortunate in a position, yeah. But like, he deserves three years, and his first year was top five best starters for fucking forward. I know you guys are probably tired of me quoting that on the on the podcast. Me and but, you both, me and you both, bring up just like old points, like ten times. No, but like, <laughs> but like that's the fucking point. This guy's <laughs> top five, like first year in United history. Like, so don't you think he deserves another year or two to figure it out? And now I think he deserves 
at least this uh, next yeah, season yeah, and the season after. Good matter. Let's talk about your boy, though, Andres Pereira. Pereira. Dude, that's my banger, boy. Bro. That's, that, that's an, bro, Luke Shaw's wide open. You see right before he takes a shot, Luke Shaw with his, his arms. He's like, yo, I'm open. Walk on, bro. Pass the ball. Nah, bro. Top nah, things, bro. Like, I got this. shit out, bro. <laughs> what a fucking goal. Especially with, with Pereira. He's had, like, a lot of, like, there have been reports that, like, his dad's like, oh, I'd like my son to play for Santos in Brazil. And, you know, like him, Stop it, it, him and his, like, rumors with when Jose was with us that he, like, went on loan a bunch of times, didn't really work out for him. It's great to see. I mean, like, the circumstances are kind of unfortunate because it's due to injury, but he's getting his chance, and he's making. He's going to make it very hard for Herrera to come back into the side. And that's good, man. That's, that's exactly what you want. Like, obviously, I think Herrera, as soon as he's ready, he'll plug back in, Matic as well. But, like, this is what you want at United. This is why, like, the youth system has always worked so well. It's like, in times like this, we don't have that, like, Man City setup where, like, you just buy 22 guys and maybe stop bleeding your youngsters after that. Well, the Chelsea said, I was like, dude, McTominay, we know there's a bit of rawness to your game, but here's, uh, here's a derby uh, against Liverpool. Like, you're coming in, dude. Like, we need you, and you're going to step up. Pereira made a giant error. They sat him for a while. He got his head back together, and he's showing, like, dude, there's a bit of, like, bravery about this kid, he's especially to take that game, shot. Man. You can tell he, he does. He's got something. Yeah, man. I've, I've loved this kid since the reserves, bro. We've been watching him since the reserves, and then he's been out on loan a bunch of times, like Snacks was saying. That's always been my thing with um, Herrera. Um, is, is that, like, I felt like Man United, you guys have always gotten production from your midfield players. Yeah. You know, they've always chipped in, like, five, seven goals here. Yeah, and, like, for five, sure, man. Like, seven assists here, and, like, that's just helped your and team. That's your Pogba, and you and, got, like, 14, and you got, like, 10 or 11. And, yeah, then you're a savage, but I, I see Herrera. Then you're a savage. This dude, Herrera, like, He's, I see him almost as like um, how we're using like Aaron Ramsey or Mezzadoza like yes now. Like in certain games, he's good. Yeah. You know, you, you can use him as that for guy. For sure, but man. Going forward, is he the out-and-out starting center midfielder no. for Manchester United? No, I don't, I don't think he is. And I don't think, I don't think that's a bad thing. You know, no, like. what is very good player. Yeah, man. When Carrick was brought in, was he an out-and-out -out starter? No. Obviously, eventually it evolved into him being an out-and-out -out starter. But like, he had to work hard to get in that midfield. Darren Fletcher, like, yeah. so like we've the, the you need guys with a bit of identity and that bravery that'll bleed the United way. But man, if we get another center mid like Savage, obviously it's going to affect his playing time. But like, Damn, I think yo, getting rid of like Savage would be perfect. yeah. The summer he's coming, bro. He's coming the summer. Well, he drinks the first. And he drinks the Huh? If Arsenal stay in fifth, I mean, if United go down to, if they switch again, United. No, but Man United, of course, bro. No, of course. Again, of course. Pierre, um, he might, he might be starting in two, three years. Dude, that shot was outrageous. And the thing I love about that shot, like you said, was the confidence rate. Because yeah, sometimes you want them to play all sound, but look, if you're gonna score, you have to take risks. That was a risky shot. And guess what? It paid off. You what about Valerie's shot? What? Dude, yeah. Let's right. let's stop disrespecting Valerie, man. Like, I love United, but that goal, that's my favorite kind of fucking goal, man. That's my favorite kind of goal in the world. I know, like, people love dribbling from half, beating eight guys, and then chipping it. Like, that's cool. But, man, when you just disrespect a goalie and he puts two <laughs> no hands on your shoulder and it still goes in. For me, this is the dunk of soccer, bro. This is the dunk of soccer. Everything else is like, you know, layup and one bullshit. 
this is a dunk. He just blasted through De Gea's hands. De Gea went two hands near post. <laughs> just <laughs> killed him, bro. Just disrespectful. And he's and the, the best player in the world. The, let's be honest. And then the free kick dude by James Ward Prowse. N- near mean, post, bro. Looks like there was a. I read a, read an article, man, and the guys the guy was like rating players and stuff, and he's like, looks like the near post is David De Gea's kryptonite. I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna agree or disagree, but I'm just gonna say Pussy. We, we've we've conceded we've conceded you know a good amount of set piece goals this season. They've all been near post. Oh yeah, no, for sure, man. But like, it's fucking De Gea being left out yeah, to dry yeah, too, and man. That's, and that's I mean, again, that's not that's not to say David that's De Gea is a right. worse goalkeeper for that. Look how like, much those he had on that shot, dude. No one's closing down. Yeah, that no, that's no, what I'm not saying. The shot, he's saying set pieces, not the oh, shot. No, but in in general though, but the defense. That's that's his kryptonite, not the other team. It's his own team. His <laughs> I own think so too. Kryptonite. I think so too. He, I think so too. His defense is his worst enemy. It is, man. That's why he's been fucking player of the year for the last three yeah. seasons, bro. Like it is. It's a fact of life. There's if no denying it. Here for the last four seasons, I honestly don't know where United finishes. We'd be it's fucking outstanding. We'd be at yeah, Arsenal, chilling, chasing, talking about, hey, man. Europa, man. No, I don't know if you're in fifth. Uh, you might be seventh. Or some of that's fine. Years. Like that's, that's what it is. Yeah, and done that. Hey man, <laughs> snacks. Lukaku with those two right-footed goals, bro. Yo, shout out to him. That's absolute that first class. Finish was sick. He got the ball from Pereira. Like Pereira was stumbling over, gets it to him. He like takes a touch, not raw for like the first yeah, time ever. That was surprising, and then he bro. Just, and then man. he like you know when some people would do like the Ronaldo chop or something. He did that, but just like kicked it forward. He just lost the defender. Pinged it bottom right. Keeper, his game. For keeper, me, I was more keeper. With the second goal snacks because oh, that was like that was class. That was class. First time shot, bro. Like kind of like poacher, right place at the right time, but he's kind of like make your own luck goal. Yeah, bro. it was it was First it was class, bro. Yeah, Max is a closet Lukaku fan. He's he's right now. He's a Rashford post on his wall, but I need that Rashford post. He's a Lukaku post. No, listen, listen, listen. I just want to get. I just want to. I want this on the record. Like you're punking us. If no, I'm not. I swear. I don't even have a. I have a United flag in my room. Yeah, I can see that flag in the background. Yeah, there's a Lukaku post. That's different. No, that's 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 different. I have like an. What? You said punked. Oh, all right, damn. No, 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 no. You just all right. Anyways, I want this on the record. Like, if Lukaku, like, and I am totally a hundred percent okay with accepting the fair weather and the bandwagon fan. If Lukaku becomes the next Harry Kane, by all means, I'm hopping down on two knees and I'm sucking. Rashford is supposed to be the next. Harry, Kane. like Lukaku, dude. For me, I don't see his ceiling. Like, I'm not saying like I'm just saying like whole production. Like, if he starts, like, if we're in the midst of a title run, and if Lukaku scores 20, 25 goals a season, like, I'm getting on my knees and I'm sucking, bro. I'm moving my head up and down, bro. Dead ass. Like, I'll be honest with you, but but I think I think my criticism of him, while very harsh at times, is is a bit warranted at times. There are definitely some times. Like if he cuts out, like, if he time? learns to cut out the inconsistencies of going, like because it's not five or six games or seven games. It's like, like you read the what is it uh, against Crystal Palace when we played the midweek? The notification I sent it in the group chat while you guys were blowing this guy. He <laughs> scored his first goal in ten games, bro. I'm sorry, that is unacceptable. If you're a Manchester United striker, I, Rashford Dude, is like oh, eleven years is- old. Look, it's acceptable. It's acceptable in this version of Man United as long as he's progressing upward. That's what I was saying. Like he's trend. He came in as a top five. He took a step back this season, but even then, even still, I got his numbers fucking here, man. He's got eighteen goals this year in all, uh, twenty goals in all comps. So like, 
And why it's do you think There's no way. And because it, it took things context. Dude, I'm looking at I'm looking at uh I'm looking at who scored right now, bro. Twenty fucking goals. Hold on. I got I gotta look at this. I gotta look right? at this. I gotta look at this. You do you have to look at this? I gotta look at this. Yeah, bro, you're you're crazy, bro. He has thirteen goals this season. I don't okay, know. Okay, my bad. My bad. Who's still playing you, bro? Yeah, I must be looking at the wrong fucking page. He's played 26 hey, Premier League games, uh, three FA Cup games, one EFL Cup game, and six Champions League. It's games. an off year, so like, why doesn't why don't why doesn't he get the Jose Mourinho like benefit of the doubt as well? Like, why why do you give it to Pogba? Why do you give it to Rashford? Why do you give it to all these guys? But Lukaku doesn't get it. No, listen. Listen, That's listen, listen, listen. Nah, yeah, man, it's not just that. Man. It's, it's, like it's, it's, it's okay. You, you guys like to talk about age. I think okay. Oh, before before you go, before. No, no. Would you take Lukaku over the Lacazette? Over Lacazette? Yeah, no, I would. I take Lacazette. Tom, me too. I'll take Lacazette. Okay, okay. I but, think Lacazette's a better striker. But here's the thing. With Rashford, under his Jose Mourinho time, he played left wing, right wing. Sure, he might have had some good games, primarily the Liverpool game last season. Sure, he had some good games, but that's not his position. You, he played on the right wing this game. He played awful against Southampton. Against Southampton, he played awful. Pogba, he, he Pogba had no excuse because Pogba, while he shouldn't like, while he doesn't prefer to play defense, he should just suck it up and play defense. I just backed Pogba because I'm just like, okay, like. If I'm looking at the situation, I want Pogba to succeed. I want the whole team to succeed, but like in this situation, <laughs> I want to see. I want to see. Pogba like, the PK, by the way. This yeah, game, yeah, this yeah, he did. And he was fucking trash this game. And it was trash. And he was trash. Like Lukaku, like Lukaku, we like, gotta say that though. Why do we have to pull that out of you? If Lukaku just did it, if Lukaku did the same thing. That's what He'd be all over him, bro. No, Lukaku, Lukaku. And by the way, Pogba should have given Lukaku the hat trick PK, bro. Why? Why 100%, 100%, not? 100%. But like you going back to your question, like why don't I get? Why don't? Because like while Pogba was signed under Mourinho, was like Pogba a Mourinho signing? Like is that who he would have preferred to sign? No, he probably would have signed Matic, probably someone else he had managed before. Lukaku. Yeah, he wanted he wanted Morata instead of Lukaku. Mm-mm. He wanted Morata. No, 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 no. He wanted he Lukaku, did. bro. He wanted Lukaku, bro. He wanted Morata. I'm hundred percent sure he wanted Lukaku. 100%. I'm hundred percent. Mourinho, Mourinho has a track record of signing former players. While Lukaku didn't play much for Mourinho at Chelsea, he definitely wanted Lukaku more. He fits the system. Yeah, He's yeah, a big know. bully. Max heard on his forums. His forums. He heard it online. He saw it. Mario only one. I read it. I read it. We gotta we gotta keep this moving, man. Running out of time here, running out of juice. And battery. For sure, man. But no, like Man United get a victory. It's incredible. Again. Uh Fergie time. Absolutely loving it, man. It's gonna be a battle for that fourth position, no doubt. Fulham one, Chelsea two, Scott Parker's first game. It's kinda like seeing Fareed out there, bro. I always thought Scott Parker kind of looks like Fareed. <laughs> um, but man, he loses his first game at home, really. expected um, against Chelsea. But what do you guys think here, man? Iguain scores. Look, Fulham showed some scores. Heart. Tim Reed, man, you did your best, bro. You try to hold it down. <laughs> try to hold it down, man. I see, I see, man. Look, Fulham, they had their chances as well. But Chelsea looked good, man. They looked good. With, they looked sure of of themselves a little bit now with. Hazard out wide, Iguain starting at the nine position. Um, I think he's trying to find a better balance in midfield with Jorginho, Barkley, and Conte. And I mean, I mean, look, man, Fulham—they're the leakiest team in the league, bro. Like, 
in the world, bro. They're they're, they're a prostitute to the EPL. You hey, Jimmy, I mean? did you see where Callum Chambers, uh, Chambers played? Was it right back? Was he or was he? Was he right back? I thought he played more middle. Yeah, D mid, D mid. Yeah, he's playing more midfield, dude. Bro, he played. He had a good game too, man. Yeah, he you got your shocker goal, replacement. You got your shocker replacement right there. Look, Fulham is a weird. Yeah. Fulham's a weird team. Like they, they just seem. They seem good. They, they seem like they made great signing. They seem like they made the right moves in every essence, but they just don't seem good enough to beat well anybody. I, here's the thing. Here's the thing, with, here's the thing with Fulham, man. I think, especially with the Ranieri signing, because like the guy that they had before Ranieri, I don't even remember his name to be honest with you, but he was the guy that like promoted them, and I think the kid they oh, started. Yeah. They started off. Um, they started off poorly, and when he got sacked, I think all the players in the locker room looked at looked at each other and they said, "Yo, we just gotta hold this L. We'll come back next year." Because, bro, it's it's the it's the same old song and dance with Fulham. Ryan Babel, you know, he he comes in January trying to keep him up, trying to motivate the boys. His red hair can't do it. Um, it's it's just that like. Tiki said that they're just the leakiest team like in the world. Like they just they let in goals, and I fucking love it because Sergio Rico is a fucking cocksucker. Wow, I love the fam, bro. I love, I wait, love wait, it, bro. How? how is he? What was that? How is he? Because he decides to freaking show up against Manchester United last season. The oh Champions my league. god! Oh, you still butthurt about that? So <laughs> petty, bro. I'm the pettiest oh, person in the world, bro. <clears throat> Dude, but look at this team. Like, look at Fulham go down. You're looking at Sessegnon being gone, Mitrovic. Chambers. I mean, obviously, uh, probably half their team's gone, and so I don't. Bobo, if, they go, if they go down, well, Bobo only has a six-month contract. Bobo came in on a six-month contract. I mean, like it'll all depend. I mean, I think we got. You know, they're trying to get that feel-good factor, like how we did with Ollie. They brought in. They bring in Scott Parker, who's like a Fulham legend. So you know, they they're you might as well strap him up and play. Yeah, they're just they're trying to they're trying to get that good feeling back. You know, especially like players like. Ryan Sessegnon, who are like like 15, 16 years old. It's an exaggeration, of course. I think like Scott Parker, while they definitely aren't going to stay up in the league, will get enough, will hopefully do enough so that he can at least keep some of those players. Because like, bro, Fulham like coming in in August, like when we saw that the players they were buying and the way they were setting up, they were set to be one of the more exciting lower teams of the league. It just, yeah, like, it just oh, didn't it was, happen. I was, I was actually like, thinking about Sessegnon for a moment where – is do you think it's a good change for him to start going as a winger? Kind of kind of doing like the whole Gareth Bale where he went from like outside back to midfield to winger. Where Sessegnon, Young, this day and age when there's so many wingbacks, is it better that he just he could have just stayed as a wingback, go to a top tier team? Because think about like a man city in three years, he's probably not gonna beat out the wingers, but he could maybe be a left back, a left wing back. I think I think they know that. Um and he's versatile. And it depends on where really the player wants to play. Remember Theo Walcott had a thing where he wanted to play, play up top. He was yeah. forced to play right wing. Um, so it's, I think it's one of those types of situations. If the player wants to play in their starting position. But I think I think Ryan Stessignon, is he's comfortable pretty much everywhere. So I think it's just going to come to where he gets the most production. I mean, like he obviously got the most production last season in the championship at left back, scoring like 18 goals, which is like unheard of for a left back. So it's just if like he's ba- like I'm sure he likes to play further forward more than he likes to defend, but like yeah, talk I don't know. He's an up. English. He's an English kid. Like English kids are the grit and grind kind of players. You know what I mean? So th- they'll pretty much play anywhere you put them. Um. So I think Sessegnon, 
I don't know, man. Like, if he's going to make the jump from Fulham, he, like, he can do no better than, like, an Everton or maybe a Leicester. He has to go to another lower league side, get his confidence, and then he'll make that jump to the big six. Because he has the talent. It's just the consistency isn't there yet. Yeah, I mean, he's a kid, man. So, like, kids usually get moved around positions a lot, like, until they figure out exactly how you fit into the squad. He can play anyway down the left, man. I wouldn't mind seeing him at United, even. Like, just to be an understudy of, of Shaw or... Even I the would. third place left back. Obviously, yeah, you I would, would. I would have a problem with that because I yeah, think of he's course. one of those kids who he needs to play. He's already in an EPL team. Okay, they're most likely relegated, but he's already getting regular time in the EPL team, man. This kid, Even he then, is he, bro? Because he like he he seems like the guy that should be in and out, and like he's always the guy that's more often out than in. Like he comes off the bench a lot for them. Yeah, he does. He's a young guy though. Exactly. So, like, for United, it would be the same thing. He'd be a young guy, except he'd be playing around bigger stage, more pressure. Look, I'm not saying he should go to United. What I'm saying is if he went to United, I don't think it would be that bad a move because he's not locked down a Fulham starting position. Like, obviously, you could say it's easier. but yeah, And there's some cool. guys there's some guys who, you know, like, develop better around better players. You know what I mean? And like, nah, bro, we got United, Angel Gomes, bro. I'm, I'm good with Angel Gomes over Sessegnon. Different bro. position, bro. Different there's position. That, there's that, but, man, there's, there's nothing like game time, and you know that. That's facts. That's facts on No, baby. that's definitely that's definitely facts, man. That's definitely facts. That's no facts doubt, on baby. Bro. On baby. On no doubt. baby? What, is, what does that mean? You baby. ever see that guy on YouTube that says facts on baby? And I've never heard of that. I don't watch YouTube on top of um, Emerson, all right, man. Let's refocus here. Baby. Emerson yeah. finally gets a start over Alonzo. Uh, very happy to see this. Uh, I think Alonzo. Yeah, we haven't even talked about Chelsea. Yet. Yeah, man. I think Alonzo, some way, somehow, dude, pulled the wool over the manager's eyes because he's not. If Moses is not a fullback, there's no chance Alonzo's a fullback, and he showed it, dude. Absolutely, well, well, Alonzo more of a fullback than Moses. I will. I will say that. Way, he's not bro. much better. He's not much better. He's a wingback. Uh, both of them are wingbacks. Agreed. And I think Alonzo, you saw it this year, bro. A lot of goals came from his side. He's just, he can't defend. And that's why I've always fucking hated him because he was a system player and everyone jocked him. And I was like, look, as soon yeah, as yeah. he loses that system, you guys will see how fucking garbage this guy is. Oh, yeah. Oh, mediocre. The, not garbage. I don't want to say garbage. Yeah, mediocre. He was in the Leicester game. He was, was, sorry, not in, but at the Leicester game. That made me think of him because where if he was managing, again, Moses, Alonzo, go where he is. Just go to where Conti is coaching, and he'll put you back in your preferred <laughs> or most productive I'll position. Never be an agent, bro. I should be. <laughs> I'm on the phone. Yeah, I played well, man. It was good to see Hazard playing well. Go ahead. Kepa, Kepa gets back in the lineup after a, a drop, a midweek drop against whoever they played midweek, and I'm pretty sure they had won. But and he had a good game, man. Kepa yeah. had a good game as well. Yeah, yeah, man. That whole debacle from last weekend seems to be – Coming, coming to an end. Look, that's, but, what, that's what Sari said. They're like, "Oh, you got him back in the starting lineup." I'm sure. I'm sure. Right? I'm sure Abramovich was just like, "Yo, like, why did you drop Kepa for the nah, game?" Look, nah, maybe, maybe not, man. Um, he knows why. I he think he him. just said he just said he basically bring him back in so people can stop talking about it. Because if he didn't play this game, one of our debate points would be, "Okay, when do you bring Kepa back in?" And like now, it's dead. By next week, we will we'll have forgotten this whole. Kepa's story. So that's why he said he said I did it so the story would die. It was a misunderstanding. And well, it's like a child, man. You punish him when they do something bad. You don't continuously punish him and Agreed. hold on to the past. Like you gotta Agreed. move on. You don't pull a Jose, bro, and get all butthurt. 
Yeah, man, you gotta move on at some point. So he handled it perfectly, honestly. Yeah, he did. down to throw them back up. You don't bury them. Yo, Jorginho had a ping though. Nice, great assist by Eden Hazard. Of course, guy scampering all over the left side of the pitch. I mean, he just he just rolled it on him like 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 the pitch. What is, what is his grade so far this year? You think? Who? A B C D F. Hazard. Yeah. B plus. No, 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 not Hazard. Uh, Jorginho. B minus. Yeah, B minus. Yeah. Nothing too special. Like he shows glimpses of like the future. His first goal like, for the club. The need. And there's also times like, mm. look, I'd be curious to see how he would have played at City because I think there's a lot more to this guy's game. But like, because of the simple demands of that position, like basically, sorry, just wants you to get it, release it, get it, release it. Like, it doesn't have to be forward. It doesn't have to be a penetrating pass. So that's a criticism he gets from the Chelsea fans who actually booed him when he came on uh, midweek. It's fucking crazy how they've turned on this poor guy. Like, it's not his year. Chelsea fans Kante. are the worst, bro. Uh, no, it's Kante for sure. But, like, it's not Jorginho, It's not Jorginho's fault. You know what I mean? Like, Jorginho, they tell you you're playing the six. What's he going to say? No, coach. The fans want Kante there, so let me step out of the – like, well, there's no point booing Jorginho. He hasn't, been, he hasn't been producing. Just Agreed, bro. Understand. But, like, like man, that's so fucked up. No, I know, bro. Oh, no. The Chelsea fans suck, bro. They're the <laughs> it's so rude, bro. The guy's here, what, seven months? He hasn't made mistakes. He hasn't been producing. But sorry, doesn't want that production from that position. Like, how are you going to boo Chelsea this dude? Chelsea fans are ultimate popcorn <laughs> fans. Microwave, throw that shit in there. Give it to me now. We just got a new manager. Let's win the league now. No loyalty. Yeah, that's true, bro. Not, not like people that prefer to have the same manager for 20 years, even though they're doing bad. Even, the guy, <laughs> ah, even, though, even ah, though the guy ah, is like he's about to die. Even though, see, with the even sick though the, segue, the bro. Hates him. God he. They don't have the prospects coming up. No, no, you're right. Yeah. No, <laughs> Tom, 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 hold this. Tom, hold this out, bro. Hold this out. Hold the out, bro. I, on your chest. Man. I hold this dub. All right, man. Let's dub, get into man. this quick touch. Hussey out here throwing haymakers. Watford two, Leicester one. Let's keep this one a quick touch for real, for real. Battery's about to die over here. Um, Rogers first game in charge here loses to a late game winner by Andre Gray. That's the second home winner in a row, dude. Off the bench, Andre Gray finding his role, man. Here's the thing, man. How are Watford gonna win five one? Lose 5-0 and then win 2-1, man. That is the beauty of the Premier League. Yeah, welcome back and to the EPL, bitch. Brandon Rogers. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so awesome favorite, now, bro. It's your favorite awesome. manager, bro. Oh, manager in like three years. It's your favorite. It's, he's your favorite manager, bro. He's your favorite manager. Oh, double treble. Oh, we just ripped it. Can't even beat these dudes. And because he left mid-season. <laughs> because he left mid-season, he can't even go back to Scotland. They don't even want him back there. Um, no, bro, honestly, he, was, he, was, he shot on Musa Dembele, who uh, he used to be at Celtic. He number nine, yeah. Beyond now. And he was like, yeah. oh, he just went there for money and da-da-da. And then he moves. So it's like, yeah, bro, you're Her a career, man. Yeah. I, like, honestly, Do they I said, he said the same thing about Sterling, bro. Yeah, bro. It's always sour grapes when a player leaves. But when it, oh, I got to do my thing. Yeah, the one, right, the one thing I realized again seeing Brendan on the yeah. sideline is that I don't think he should have lost all that weight. He looks like greasy, like now. He, he like since he lost that weight, I don't know. He needs some lip balm too. All right, you should, you should pack on more weight like you. you guys Whoa! Oh, 
Hustle, Fat Hustle, Winter Hustlers. Hey, don't worry, don't worry. Just hey, it was just last week when Fat Tom was feeding me pasta. Yo, shout out to Tilly Mans, dude. This guy, I love that he's at this club. Um, I hope he I hope he stays. He's getting game time. He's surrounded by a lot of young talent. I think it's a perfect place for him to develop. And Roger's very skilled at developing young talent as well. So guys like Madison, Barnes, Gray. Dude, Madison's about this life, huh? So badly, dude. Like, I know it's quick touch, but like, yo, man, this guy, he wanted this yeah, man. game. No, dude, it's it's nice to see this. This is gonna be a young squad of the future here, man. Once they phase out uh Morgan and uh Evans, everyone else is gonna be young, dude. Guys like Ndidi are just out here fucking balling. And uh true or false? Ndidi. Fifteen Indeedy. years from now. Does Vardy have a statue outside Leicester? Dude, he has to, bro. Yeah, he has he's to. The only one the he's league, the only bro. one who didn't fucking leave, bro. Everyone else left for the monies and the glory. He's he fucking stayed. And the owner, the owner who passed away in the plane crash, probably needs one too. No, nah, he'll have it for sure. The owner will have it. Uh Good Wolves touch. two, Cardiff zero. The Wolves bounce back. First win in three EPL games. Tom. The striker partnership, oh, it's just, it's flowing. It is absolutely flowing. They're running like a pack, guys. These guys are a like true pack. pack. Yeah, yeah, Huss, you guessed it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, it's good. It's good to see Wolves back at it, man. These guys play such attractive football. It was weird. He rested. He rested a lot of people here, um, with Moutinho and Neves on the bench, Costa as well. Um, guys like Sias came in and uh, absolutely did the job. Then Donker, he's another young guy. I like um, that he's in the EPL, developing yeah, with a club like he Wolves. He was linked to United. The he Donker was, was, man. He was uh, when we had Louis Van Hall, who was just buying randoms from. <laughs> yeah, no, he's he's a promising kid, man. I've seen links to like Barcelona and stuff as well. Not like legit, but like he's in that. Like people are watching him to see how he develops, and I think Wolves is perfect for him. Um, next game, Burnley one, Palace three. Bashwai scores two goals in two games for him. Well, in the last two games for him. I'm trying to tell you about Batman. Yo, man, this, you mean Robin? Got goals in his game. You mean Robin? Got, uh, look, if he... he just bounces around. Look, he scores goals typically for the most bro, part. Bro, Batchwise like the Riddler, bro. Batchwise literally the Riddler. He's like the wackest of the DC like Batman universe characters, bro. <laughs> bro, first of all, the Riddler's fire. And no, he's not, he's bro. Batman. He's the guy that everyone and, shits and, and, on, bro. The Riddler is in Batchwise story, though. Like, I'm telling you, man, this, this kid is nice, bro. He just made the classic mistake of going to Chelsea under 22 years old. It's the worst move you can make. Pulisic? Bro. I'm nervous for him and American soccer. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm really nervous for that move. But this game was about Willy Zaha with the super douse. I mean, this guy took on like four or five players. Dude, that was so rude. Knees, had him down there like snacks, ready to suck it after Lukaku. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so aggressive, bro. Too. 
That was so Everyone rapey. Left foot. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, this dude Zaha's ready for a next level jump. We say it every week, guys. I want him at Arsenal so bad. I think he. he bro, you want everyone at Arsenal, bro. You're turning into no, the he's, new he's like This guy would be guy. great at Arsenal. Uh, he's just the new Arsenal. Oh, I could have had that guy. I tried to sign that guy. I did that guy. Hush, you can't. Hush, you can't deny. There was like a, a a good 15 week period where you're like, you know what, that guy. I think he'd be a great fit at Liverpool. I'm actually, I'm actually kind of surprised that you said 15 weeks. It's been longer than 15 weeks. It's been dude. Years. It's been legit years, dude. <laughs> Fuck Bashwai. Fuck Zaha. This man, Ashley Barnes, five goals, one assist in six games. This dude is quietly popping, and because he plays for Burnley, he's not going to get heat, doesn't score the prettiest goals. But, man, asshole. this guy by himself is rescuing Burnley's season. Shout out to him, bro. Look, he's a, he's, a, he's a problem, man. You know, he's, he's just a pest, man. He he's is, a man. pest on the field, dude. And he gets it done for them, though. He, gets he does, man. Uh, West Ham 2, Newcastle 0, Declan Rice you, coming out year. Uh, and Mark Noble gets the other goal. It was a homegrown scoreboard for West Ham. Newcastle finally stopped in their tracks, man. But it was a good game. I enjoyed this one. My yeah, man, man, Declan what? Jambalaya Rice. Doing Jambalaya, the bad, bro. <laughs> bro. Yo, that's my new nickname for him, bro. <laughs> Dude, Jambalaya Rice, he's looking like the real deal, man. He is, man. Very promising year for him. Long staff out there making mistakes, bro. Finally, this ah. dude's run comes to an end. Still looking good, though. And uh, don't forget, Declan Rice is still listed as a defender and still listed at 4.5 in fantasy. So if you got that, he's a great pickup. Love it. And they're playing Cardiff, Huddersfield, Everton. After that, yeah, they have a rough lineup. But for those who <laughs> <the game, laughs> And Chelsea, United, Leicester, Spurs. But at 4.5, you could have them anyways. All right. And wrapping it up in the bum battle, Brighton 1, Huddersfield 0 here. Um, Hudders is gone. Hudders is done, right? Next point, bro. Hudders is absolutely fucking done. It's sad, man, because they they came in with, with Klopp's best friend and they were playing that expansive football. It's always the case, man. That first fucking year, everyone's playing on fumes because your whole fucking career, you've been trying to get into the Premier League. And now that second year slump, dude, it's very dangerous, man. And Hudders, they're going down. They're done. Slump, yes. But, I mean, they didn't play with the same heart this year. And when I say heart, I mean. That's what I mean, dude. Same thing that um, we start with a couple different teams where they just weren't the same exact team that we're They weren't all that. Yeah, Bournemouth almost suffered this. Luckily, Eddie Howe, they was trusted to keep the job, and, oh, he, and he dug him out. Burnley's, Burnley's the same, same too, yeah. yeah. That was, was almost like, this, like kind of the same cloth. Absolutely, man. It's tough, bro. It's tough that second year, but it looks like Hudders is not going to make it. Sad for them. But all right, that wraps it up for match day 20, uh, 29 review, right? Um, let's get 20. 20 I think it's 29, bro. Yeah, it's match day 29. Match day 29. Out here looking like fucking amateurs. Classico, though. Classico, Real Madrid 0, Barcelona 1. Dude, crazy stat here. They said it during the game, so I'm going to give, what's his name, Phil credit. Madrid haven't beaten Barca since 2016, bro. That is a crazy stat. In the league. In the league. That's a simple ass. No, no, no. Since 2016, period, bro. Mm -mm. Last season, last season, I remember in like the Copa del Rey or whatever it was before the season started, they beat him. And I remember Ronaldo took his jersey off. He got a red card. 
Copa Del Rey. Oh, like the FA, the Community Shield. <laughs> I mean, they've beaten them. Ah, come on, bro. That's oh, not a competitive that game. That's not a competitive game, bro. They got. <laughs> they got. Ronaldo's getting red cards, throwing his jersey yeah, up man. in the air for the fans. Stop it, bro. Uh, <laughs> so the big thing with La Liga is that Barcelona are now up seven points. Can we just call it a wrap? It's pretty much over, bro. Seven uh, uh, no, you can't. Nah, 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 it's over. Nah, it's over. It's not over. You can it's say over. you can say Madrid's not going to win it, but you can't say Barca's going to win it. They've Messi already won it, little, bro. Messi had a little groin pull in this game. He bro, was, they got Usamane Dembele on the bench, bro. I ain't worried. No, you started, but you mean they got Coutinho on the bench. But they got Boateng, bro. And Malcolm. They got Boateng. Dude, if Messi gets injured again for a month and a half, two months with these muscle injuries he's been having, Barca's going to be in trouble. Like it's they got Boateng, bro. They got Boateng. It's not. It's not like EPL last year, man. I'm telling you, he, he had a little groin pull. We know that's an injury that usually stays with you for the remainder of the season. So it's gonna be touch and go. But they're obviously the favorites, man. Oh, and fun fact, snacks. Boateng's not even on the bench, dude. Yeah, I know, bro. Yeah, he, he, was, him on the he was. He was a banter signing. Bro. They already sold him back. He's he's a banter. They didn't even buy him. Yeah, they loaned him. That's disrespect. Before hey, we go, know, before we move on, before we, they took part of his name away. Before we move on. What happened to Gareth Bale, man? Is 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 it the injuries catching up with him? Is it is he just whack now? Like like walk on with Gareth Bale, bro. He was he was booed off when he got subbed on for his, when the Suns here subbed on. Dude, it's the it's the hostile environment, bro. It's that you know what it is. It's a bunch of fucking cockroaches in a dark room, and Ronaldo's there making sure the lights stay off, so these guys are, are like floating under his wing. And then he left, and the lights came on, bro. And these guys are scampering. Everyone fucking sucks at Real Madrid right now. Unfortunately, Bale was never, except for Vinicius, no doubt. Unfortunately, Bale was never adopted by these fans. They never liked him, bro. Like, it's hard for English or United Kingdom players to go to Spain and be successful, bro. It's just a hostile environment. They usually also... To be fair, the English players come in not knowing a fucking lick of Spanish. At least some, most of the Spanish guys who come over speak broken English, but like you know, they adapt the language. I don't know. If so that's like true culturally, Bell just Bale never. Still, yeah, apparently, Bell still doesn't like speak Spanish. Exactly, bro. Teammates, he doesn't talk to them. <laughs> exactly, bro. So like your teammates, like you haven't like ingrained yourself in the culture. The fucking Spanish are not going to back you when you have three Is or four it's the bad summer games. Summer that we see Gareth Bale being sold. To a different club, absolutely. Yeah, last summer he was gonna. Last summer he wanted to go, and uh, they convinced him to stay. They're like, Ronaldo's gone. We're gonna build everything around you. So he was ready to go last summer, like based on rumors. Marcelo, I think Marcelo might be done. They're playing out this kid Regulon at left back now. I think Tony Cruz might be up for sale. They've been, you know, it's time time to flip the squad, man. Yeah, it's time to flip the squad. Benzema. So there's guys, man, who. But it happens coming off winning three Champions Leagues in a row. So like, yeah, on, but I mean, if we're just going to talk about Bale right now, he should leave. He should go back to England or at least uh, EPL, shall we say? No, that begs the question. Where did he go? Fuck that, Bale. Go to fucking France at PSG or go to Juventus in Italy, bro. Like he could get away on those two teams. He doesn't have to play thirty-eight games um, regular. Like it doesn't have to be put on his back. If he comes to the EPL. Bro, his fucking body's just not going to be able to handle the demand. Imagine powerful. imagine Bale in December, bro. Little, <laughs> just little, that month of December, he'd be fucking broken. It's Shakiri and Bale coming off the bench. Yeah, but look, and uh, look, look, it's good for Liverpool if they could get him. But Bale, I don't know if he wants to go right a Liverpool bench. He could go right a PSG bench, get paid, live in Paris, and just show up for Champions know, League games. Who, like, who just go to Spurs? Klopp, 
Klopp gives easy. Oh, we could go to Spurs and play for nothing, bro. Play for no trophies. Uh, ambition, it's, bro. If, if uh, it's not ambition. If Gareth Bale joins Spurs, come on. No, come if on, Gareth Bale, have... if Gareth Bale joins Spurs, what? It's emotional, bro. Because he's not going to play most of the games. He'll play he can, games he here and there. Around, uh, maybe. No way, bro. Bale, it, he must face the fucking music. He's injury prone. The team he goes to has to be a team that's understanding that out of 40 games, they're probably going to get 20, 25 at best. Dude, and if, if Spurs got that much out of him on top of Harry Kane and all that, bro, they could win a cup. It depends when they get it. If they get, if they get that, if they get that from September to December, great. But if they don't get that now when they need it, usually after December is when everyone starts to get hurt, and that's when Bale would get hurt because of the fucking mileage put on his legs. Like you need guys who are going to be healthy in April, bro. Like you don't need someone who's going to be running away with it in fucking October. Who cares? Like you said, we don't know, man. We don't know. No, we don't know. No, we don't know. We see, we we've seen it with Aaron Robin. A guy who's been constantly injured. He gets the Bayern. He has a three, four-year run of not being injured. They win a Champions League. Exactly. He gets so the Bayern, he but he didn't go to, like, guys, Arsenal. Man. He didn't go to Tottenham. He. That's what I'm saying. Bell should go to, like, PSG oh, Juve. Yeah. Like, Bayern, yeah. that level. Shouldn't come but, down to Liverpool, who's a I fucking speculative team. As long as you have that number one guy, like a Kane and, a, and the other guys around him, like Ericsson, Son, who chip in the goals, I think that could, that could be a good fit right there, man. I don't see that. Like, For sure. They're just cheap as shit. <laughs> uh, Messi and Ramos here going to battle. Ramos giving Messi a bit of a left hook. There's also some headbutting involved. Um, I love Ramos, dude. I love that he's embraced the bad guy role. He's just like, dude, this is me, man. I break people's shoulders. I headbutt ball and deal winners. This is just what I do. He's a beast. <laughs> Yeah, he really hasn't embraced it. I think he's just still trying to be sly. He's trying to be like, no, I didn't do it. I didn't do that. No, no. He, he's no... Bro, when you left hook fucking Messi no, in El Clasico and then you headbutt him, bro, this you're fucking me. letting the world know. Admit it. No, he hasn't admitted to shit. Honestly. He did, bro. Even slightly smiled behind Salah, like, gotcha, bitch. Diego Costa used to throw snots at each other. Like, come on. Yeah, bro. Before we go, we got to talk about Balotelli's goal celebration today. Absolutely. Absolutely legendary. He gets the Bro, bro, this is why you can never hate Balotelli. If you hate him, you're whack. Sorry, Hus. I know he sh- fucking sucked at Liverpool, but whatever. He's a legend, dude. Bro, a legend. this guy scores a sick goal, first off. And then he goes over to the cameraman. He had it all planned out, gets his phone, <laughs> and hops on Instagram Live. He's like, hey, squad, hey. Bro, that was sick. I that like. Was sick. And he posted it. He posted during the game. So. I, no, got the, sick, I got the bro. team. I got the that team. That shows team. that he cares more about his celebration than he does his team. I got the team. The actual game. It shows that his priorities are messed up, and that's why he's not lived up to what he could have been. I got the team stream notification, and I spent like the next ten minutes going through my Instagram, and I found him, and I looked, and I was like, "Wow, this guy's a fucking baller." <laughs> yeah, he's a beast, man. It's unfortunate he never yeah. panned out, but like. I love Balotelli, bro. Yeah, God, bro. Euro 2012. Euro 2012. Etched in history, bro. That game against Germany, I'll never forget it. Two goals. Oh, that's a beast, man. Why always me? His talent's yeah. undebatable. Undebatable. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, that wraps it up. I think we lost Tom. Eventually, he fell off. Um, battery yeah, yeah. died. But thanks for hanging out, guys. We appreciate the support. Um, on social media, we appreciate the downloads. Yeah. Like, give comment, us a, subscribe, all that good stuff. Yeah, man, give us a review too on iTunes. That helps the show grow. Um, helps us reach more people. So, 
if you can, man, it's super easy now. If you just download the podcast app on your iPhone um, and you just go to our, you search our podcast, it's right there. You can no love for give the a Android rating fans, or review. Huh? No, no love for the Android fans. Uh, look, I don't have an Android, so I didn't want to sit here and like act like I knew what I was talking about. But of course, guys, like all reviews help, man. If you got an Android, if you have a Windows phone, you're a little weird, but got a cool, Blackberry. Man. No judgment. Blackberry's making a comeback. So just wherever you get your podcast, like man, service, just, just send something through the mail. We'll do it. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if we want uh, <laughs> reviews in the mail, but yeah, you know what? It won't. It won't hurt. It won't hurt. I guess. But all right. Thank you for joining us, guys. We appreciate it. We'll catch you next weekend. Peace.